Hi, everyone, and welcome to the new Selling of Sales podcast, season two. Uh, we've got some special guests today as we're going to be talking about scholarships, in particular, the Sales Education Foundation, Barbara Giamanco Memorial Scholarship. Uh, my guests today are Lori Richardson. Um, Lori's been on my podcast before. The reason that we have her today is because she's the chair of the selection committee for the scholarship. And we also have two recipients from our 2021 program, Shelby Lewis and Riley Melvin. And they are both students at the University of Central Florida in the professional sales program. So welcome everybody. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Marty. Yeah. We're going to kick off today uh, with a little bit about the scholarship itself and about Barbara Jumanko, for whom it's uh, named. And so I'm going to turn it over to Lori for just a couple of minutes. She's going to share some information with us. Oh, that's great. Thank you, Marty. And it's, it's a pleasure to be here. Barbara Jumanko was a, a pioneer uh, as a woman in sales. She had quite an incredible career in sales, um, working for companies like Microsoft, for example. And then she became a consultant with her own company. She actually wrote the first book about social selling, uh, which some people are not aware of. And she was just really passionate about getting more women into sales. She started a podcast called Conversations with Women in Sales, and um, unfortunately, we, we lost her in um, May of 2020, and I just didn't want her name to just, you know, fade away. I didn't want her podcast to go away, and many of us wanted to do something to help memorialize the good work that she had done. And so that's when we talked to SEF about um, doing a scholarship in her name for um, up and coming women in sales programs that uh, are SEF uh, schools. So that's kind of the background. And I was thrilled that, uh, that you and SEF, uh, everybody supported the idea so well and really got the wheels in motion so that it is, yeah. you know, we've been able to award 21 scholarships mm -hmm. over the last two years, which is really fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Well, we were so happy that you approached us and um, it's just a wonderful opportunity for SEF to further uh, give back to university sales education. Um, and we hope that we can award, you know, if we, even if we just go up one each year, maybe next year we can do 12. Um, so Shelby and Riley, um, I wanted to chat with each of you for a minute. We'll just start with Riley. We'll go alphabetical yeah. here. Um, Sounds good. <laughs> so tell us, um, what has winning the scholarship really meant to you? Yeah, absolutely. First and foremost, thank you so much for having Shelby and I on here, Marty. We're both so excited. We're actually close outside the podcast space. <laughs> so it definitely meant a lot to us to you know, be able to share the win of the scholarship. But more importantly, or more accurately, what it meant to me was definitely what I shared within my quote that we posted on LinkedIn. 
it was absolutely the idea that there was more opportunity for me and not just me, but the other recipients of this scholarship. Um, whether you want to call it financial freedom or just like less stress weight on my shoulders while trying to navigate, you know, going into the adult world, taking care of your own expenses while also earning a degree, having just a little bit of that money go towards my tuition and my sales education. Such a relief. And I just feel like I can explore more avenues now, whether it's in terms of classes or extracurriculars to go ahead and better hone my skill set as a sales professional. Very well said, very well said. Okay, Shelby, I'm gonna pose the same question to you. Um, share with us what it meant to win this, one of the scholarships. Yes, so as Riley mentioned, it definitely meant a lot to both of us because we're both in 85 together. So when I saw her name, I was almost more excited that she got it as well. But it definitely meant so much to me, I would say for a few different reasons. But when I was thinking about this earlier, I would say the most important for me is when I first, I always had this idea that sales was only for men and I don't know, I, it would just never be for me. So being recognized as a future woman in sales gives me like a new level of confidence that I never had before because there is always a little voice in my head that's like, is this really the career for you? Can you really do it? But being recognized in Barbara's honor for one is awesome. And then also as just the future of women in sales, it definitely gives me the confidence that, okay, you can do it and this is the right career for you. So it definitely means a lot to me. Wonderful. I, I love the comment about the little voices because we all have them. It doesn't matter if it's your first month in a new job or if you've been there for 15 years. Mm -hmm. We all have those little voices in our head. And I think that's what um, makes us special in a way because I think it gets us to um, dedicate even more time and energy mm -hmm. to being successful. I really do. Lori, I saw your head going up and down at the same time. You want to add anything to that? Yeah, it's, it's amazing to me that in 2022, that there's still this bad, you know, vibe around sales and yet sales is such a uh, great profession. I, I, I just think it's a game changer it is one that um, both women and men can do equally well. And there's so much research now um, that has been done by so many different organizations like Gartner and Forrester mm -hmm. and Gong and Exactly and McKinsey that um, show how well women do in sales and how we need women in sales. and. Mm -hmm. It's, I sound like a broken record sometimes when I say that women are underrepresented at every level in B2B selling in almost every industry. So there's a huge opportunity, especially because of the pandemic when some of the people who are moms, you know, left the workforce or work part-time, there's just a huge opportunity. And I hope that women listening uh, understand that there, there's a, there could be a very great place for them in the sales world. Yeah. Yeah. Very well said. Okay. Let's get back to Riley and Shelby for just a moment. So <laughs> one of the other questions that I posed was, um, I, I, I'm really very interested in, in university sales education. Obviously that's one of sure. the reasons SEF was founded. And so I know you both come from the professional sales program at UCF. Um, so tell us a little bit about what would you say to 
young women out there who are thinking about taking a sales course? How, how do you feel like that's prepared you for your future and also kind of given you an insight into, as Lori said, this great career for women? Riley? Yeah, so I actually want Shelby to take the first question of this mm. because I joined the program after Shelby and she was the one that kind of served as my mentor throughout the application, the interview process, and just kind of trying to find my feet um, right. in the first semester of the program. So she said a lot of really, really, really good one-liners to me. So I want her to take this <laughs> and I'll go ahead and take you back on. Okay, Shelby. Riley's too nice to me. <laughs> that is so true. Yeah. I, even when you were saying it, I was like, I almost can't like contain my excitement when someone asked me about the sales program because it was a year ago today, January, where I was first being inducted to the program. And I'm a political science major. I had absolutely no idea what sales was. I never had any intention um, to join it. And an, another ADPI, Riley and I are an ADPI, but an older ADPI who was in the mm -hmm. professional selling program before me was talking about it and just how she was able to meet a lot of young professionals who recently joined their careers. Tom James was her mentor, someone from Tom James. And I was like, what is this program you're talking about? This is awesome. So I joined it. We were inducted in January and the, the program has honestly changed my life. I am begging my brother to join his program at FSU. I'm like, you have to do it. It will change you. Mm -hmm. I have just, so in my, I feel like my purpose in life is just to help people and meet new people. And through sales, you get to meet so many people. I have met more people this past year than I ever <laughs> thought I would meet in college, whether it was college students, young professionals, just so many amazing mentors that have really helped shape me. And I would say most exciting part I got out of the program was I found my job um, through the professional selling program Qualtrics. I recently signed a full-time offer and they reached out. Um, my recruiter, Celine, reached out. So I interned with them over the summer, absolutely fell in love with it and signed the contract to be with them full-time. And I'm so excited. And if I didn't join the professional selling program, I would have never found Qualtrics. Of course I take their surveys, but I didn't know that they had a workforce <laughs> or like a sales program. So I, if anyone is considering out there, even one person, it's the best mm -hmm. decision I have ever made. And I would just tell everybody do it. You yeah. know, we, we need to make you an advocate for sales education. <laughs> you know, already, <laughs> she already is. Things, she got me in the program. <laughs> one of the things you said, Shelby, is it, it's so true that sales is a helping profession. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's what people don't understand, that it's, it's mm -hmm. about serving the buyer and helping the buyer uh, to get what they need. That, that's wonderful how you put that. Yeah, it really was. It really was. I, I uh, Oh, that's just so great. Yeah. As I said, we need to make you an advocate. Okay, Riley, now it's your turn. Yeah, it's my time to shine. So Shelly <laughs> put that all so eloquently. I don't even know how I can follow. I'll try. But um, essentially, I was inducted into the program in August. And so I'm definitely more of a newbie than her. But I was going through the interview process this time last January and February. And I remember so vividly, I was sitting in our sorority house formal with you know a few other sisters and I was just like there's there's no way I can do this 
that little voice that we talked about earlier on, mm-hmm. like that was in the back of my head and just yeah. like, how do I compete with students that are already levels up, right? Like, how do I compete with students that are in the business fraternities? How do I compete with students that already have their in, like whatever it may have been. And that then and there, although I went ahead and submitted that application, started the sense of imposter syndrome. And for me personally, I feel like that wasn't something that was talked about as much as it should have been um, entering the program and also just kind of entering this new professional stage of life. And so one of my purposes in the program is trying to bring more awareness and more of a casualness to it, mm-hmm. trying to make it less scary and understand yeah. that it's something that's not easy, but it's attainable to overcome. So nonetheless, went through the interview process. And since then, um, I looked back a few times during the interview process. I would call Shelby after a few interviews and be like, I don't know if this is like going to be for me. Like, this just seems like a lot. And she would always reassure me and be like, listen, like you can do this. And so simple. So like, you know, like whether I believed her or not, she believed in me and that's all that mattered. And then even before induction over the summer, doing like our summer preparation essentials, which Dr. Steiger, if you're listening, I promise I read all the books. Um, I would just be sitting there and I'm just like, my goodness, like I, I'm just this little girl that's, you know, lives in her sorority house. How the heck am I supposed to be in this program? How am I supposed to compete where I don't necessarily compare? I was so wrong. Joining this program has taught me that I don't need to compete and I don't need to compare because the only person I'm competing with is myself. And as long as I'm just striving to the best version of myself, putting one foot forward after the other and doing what I can, I'm good. I'm golden. And because of that realization, I've instilled so much confidence in myself, both personally and professionally. And with the help of Shelby, my mentor, Dr. Steiger, my cohort, I have just become this person that I love to see in the mirror. And I wake up every morning with more of a purpose and more of a drive than I ever have. And that's all thanks to the program. In addition, the best part, as Shelby said, I actually just signed my full-time offer for post-graduation with a company called Packback. They are a higher education software and A, love it. And then B, I'm super passionate about higher education in general, especially for women. So I'm just so happy that I'll be able to do something that I love after graduation and I owe it all to the program. Wow, wow. I, I'm really impressed with, with both of you young women. Um, what you have learned and where it has taken you. It's just, uh, it's so rewarding to hear. And I hope that there'll be lots of others that listen to your two, I'll say testimonials, because that's, that's really what you've just done. It really is. Uh, Marty, Lori, yes. Yeah, I was just going to say that our committee members were so impressed with all of the applicants. We had a lot of applicants and we thought that it was like a level ahead of what we saw the year before. And wow. so um, it, it's really wonderful um, to, to read different stories and hear backgrounds from people and why, why it's important to them and the creativity that people put into these. Mm-hmm. And we really encourage, and I know Marty, you're gonna suggest this, it could encourage people to apply next year. You can apply again too, if you won this year, you can apply the following year, and um, and we we really look for you know people who understand the the potential of what's happening. And and both Shelby and Riley, you you have skills now that you'll use the rest of your life because sales skills are life skills, which is really amazing. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Again, well said. Um, so we were going to speak for just a moment about the 
select the selection process and you know it's an open application um we send out messages to professors who in turn let their students know it's out there um riley and shelby you will be two great advocates going forward especially if you join your alumni association and you come back i know uh, a lot of students in today's world are giving back to their universities. I just have a feeling that both of you will, unless you're halfway across the world, perhaps. But, um, you know, it's an open process. And, and according to what Lori has said, um, one of the big things that they look for is the, the creativity and the, the dedication that, that comes through the answers to the, the questions in the application. Um, so we want to encourage everyone out there, whether you're a professor, uh, encourage your students. Uh, if you're a student we, and you're in a sales program or taking sales courses, um, we encourage you to apply, um, get involved with sales competitions. I'm sure Riley and Shelby, you've both been in competition, haven't you? Shelby has. I have not. Ah, so. okay. Okay. It'll be interesting to see if I decide to compete this semester. I think you should. I think you should. <laughs> um, competition is a, is a great opportunity uh, to meet more of students like yourselves and to meet companies, uh, participate in career fairs and in interviews and that sort of thing. And there are a lot of unique competitions now as, as uh, the whole concept has spread. I know that SEF recognizes uh, 24 uh, competitions that are wow. open to other students. Uh, every university, at least ma the majority of them has their own competition. But uh, we just, uh, we are so proud to have you all as uh, ambassadors for <laughs> the SEF Barbara Giamanco Memorial Scholarship. Um, I know that we had talked about doing a few other things uh, during today's podcast. Lori, do you have anything else you'd like to say uh, about the scholarship process? I just want to, well, I want to encourage people to, companies to consider making a donation to the scholarship fund because it's not a huge fund and we, um, we need more for next year. And it's, um, you know, it's an easy process to do through the SCF website Mm -hmm. And also, uh, we want lots of applicants next year. So yeah. um, spread the word. And, uh, you know, sales is an admirable profession. More women are equal more revenues in companies. And so I just want to keep encouraging people to, to support this cause and to support this, this effort so that we have more Shelby's and Riley's in the, the companies that mm -hmm. uh, have been traditionally male majority and not very diverse, not inclusive, and we need to change that. Right, right. Okay. Well, ladies, thank you all so very much. Um, I appreciate you being here today for the uh, season two opener. And we'll be, yeah, yeah, it's great. Uh, we'll be posting okay. this on the SEF website. There's also um, a audio version on Spotify and Anchor. Uh, and then on YouTube, you can view the video um, version as well as the other seven season one episodes. So thanks everyone. Uh, best wishes and, and good luck to Shelby and Riley. 
um, we're so excited to have you, like I said, as ambassadors for the scholarship itself. Yeah, congratulations to you both. Yes. Thank yes. you both so much. We're just so happy to be here. Take care, everybody. Hey.